You're listening to Wayfind Marketing Live, a podcast about navigating business and making marketing easier. Here's your host, Wayfind Marketing founder and president, Steve Phipps. Well, good Friday afternoon. Another Friday under quarantine. Coming to you guys from Memphis. Annie Laurie, how are you this afternoon? Great. How are you doing, Steve? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am I'm very excited about uh, today. We've got some really good things that we're going to be jumping into and uh, some things that I think are going to really help some, some businesses and some nonprofits, uh, some of whom are just trying to survive. Uh, and, and so we're going to give you some tools today to help, help you do some things that can help you survive. That can help you capture some customers, stay in front of people. Uh, and, and for folks that are using this time strategically, I've, I've talked to a lot of, of leaders who are using this time to plan ahead and figure out how can they use this time now so that when things start to bounce back, uh, they're in a uh, position to take advantage of that, to get ahead of their competitors and to start capturing more customers, more leads. So we've got some great stuff today. Um, so, you know, it's, it's uh, um, we've, we've written about this. We, we've got a guide that we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Now, if you're joining us, uh, if you're watching this uh, live, glad to have you. We'd love for you to comment, ask questions. Uh, we'll respond to those. If you're listening to this when this is a once we turn this into a podcast, thank you for joining us. Uh, and if you watch the recording of this, welcome. We're glad you're here. But yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week. But there, there's really two things that we want to do with this this show, and one is to encourage, uh, and the other is to equip. Um, so we've seen some good things, encouraging things out there this week. Yeah, I've seen some really fun things that people are doing to innovate. And I just want to share one with you. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but are you a fan of Hamilton? You know, unfortunately, I've not seen it yet, but I've heard a lot of great things about the show. Yeah, well, I've actually not seen it yet either, but people rave. So I've been listening to the soundtrack and I know that, you know, it's just the hit. Right. And so um, there's this really cool story that I heard about this week and I just wanted to share it because I thought, you know, we all could use a little good news. Right. And Absolutely. Happy in our days. There is a new show put out by John Krasinski from the office, Jim from the office. He has started his own show called Some Good News. And so anybody who has good news or something fun or cool or just silly, anyway, they're tagging him on social media and then he's putting this show together. It's like a 15, 20 minute show, but he's also bringing in guests. So Steve Carell's been on, he had Robert De Niro do a cameo. Like, you know, he's married to Emily Blunt. So of course she's pops in and it's just a really fun, upbeat, lighthearted show. But the Hamilton thing, like this is so cool. He, in episode two, he brought on this little eight-year-old, nine-year-old girl named Aubrey, I think. And her parents had bought her tickets to see Hamilton. But because of all of this, it shut down. What you know, She wasn't able to go to the show. And they tweeted 
and said, you know, how disappointed she was, but she was still keeping her head up and listening to the show. Well, they brought her on. And as you can see, brought the whole cast of Hamilton yep. on to sing her favorite song for her. It was amazing. Like, even if you don't know Hamilton, you should watch this because it's, it's just, it's uplifting. I watched, I watched that video um, once you shared that with me earlier this week. And, you know, I think one of the cool things that, that I'm seeing and, and that a lot of us are seeing is um, people are becoming really creative right now with what they're doing, with how they're communicating. And, and there's a lot of good things uh, like this, you know, this uh, SGD uh, show or SGN rather that um, that he is doing. So listen uh, to what he's doing tonight. Tonight is the uh, SGN prom. So oh, nice. all the seniors who aren't doing the proms, like he's organizing, like be on like all the social channels, like like TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, like anywhere a teenager might find themselves. And it's like, get dressed up, do your dance, tag us. Yeah. We're going to put this whole show together. Um, anyway, I just think it's so neat. But like you said, you know, here are some, you know, brilliant creatives who are maximizing this time for like, not just their own brand, because aren't we all loving him more now because he's doing this. So like he's increasing his personal brand by doing this, but also he's, you know, making the world a better place, spreading some love and some good news and some happiness. I just think it's wonderful. I think we can all have a takeaway from that, you know? Absolutely. Well, and, and you know, I, th I think probably the biggest takeaway is that wherever you are, look for opportunities to encourage other people, be creative. I, I've seen more creativity come out of this. Yeah, I have two. And and I will say, you know, we should do this on a future show, but like how to get inspiration when you're stuck at home. You know, like that it's sometimes it's hard to muster up that creativity when you are when you your scenery is not changing and you're not like the things that typically inspire you and fuel that creative drive. Like what how can we you know, yeah. we should do a whole show on that. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> well, that's not our show today, unfortunately. But what we are gonna talk about today are some very creative yet very easy things that we can all do to improve our websites, right? We've Absolutely. Been about clarity. We've been talking about last week, we talked about how to deliver a clear message. And we, one thing we talked about was, you know, it's so easy, a caveman can understand it. <laughs> so I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about how that applies to the website today. Why don't you just kick us off, Steve, at a high level and tee up what this is going to be about. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, there are there's six things that we're going to focus on today. Now, if if you've caught us on some of our earlier shows, uh, last Friday, we were talking about how to know what your customers need now so that you can clarify your message. There's there's really every business, every organization needs a handful of things to 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 survive and, and at some point to begin thriving. Um, one, you've got to have a clear message. People need to understand what you do and why it matters to them. And number two is what we're talking about today. And that's, you need a website that's going to communicate clearly and, and that helps somebody understand how you can solve their problems better than your competitors. And so the six things that we're going to talk about today, we'll do this at a high level. And then I know we'll dive in. Number one is you've got to clarify what you do. Number two, use great images. Number three, 
guide your customers. Make sure that you are making them the hero. Uh, the fourth is you've got to prove that you can help, but it's not your words. It's going to be other somebody else's words. They're going to make the case. Uh, and the number five is you explain what happens next. And then the last is, is ask people to do business with you. And so we've got, this is going to be super practical. Um, we're not going to talk theory. We're going to give you practical things that you can do so that you can win more customers through your website, get ahead of your competitors. If you're looking to capture more donors and build those relationships, we're going to show you how to do that with your website today. Awesome. Well, let's just jump in to no, no, point number one, clarify what you do. You know, we've talked about how it's really important that within the first few seconds of visiting your website, people need to be able to know what it is that you do. And the litmus test we use for this, my favorite, is the grunt test. So tell us a little bit about how we know if a website is passing the grunt test. What things right. do we need to be looking for? So the, the very first thing is, and, and to your point, we, we use the grunt test. Now, the grunt test is if a caveman came to your website, and you know, I guess we're, we're making the assumption using the stereotype that cavemen were just kind of grunting folks. But could that caveman understand what you do, why it matters, and what to do next? And we talked about this a lot last week. Um, and, but in this particular context, you want to think about the top section of your website. So as soon as somebody gets there, can they answer those three questions in say five to 10 seconds? Because that's about how much time you have. Mm -hmm. And the components that you want, number one is you want a strong headline that is, is, is communicating part of that equation. Again, what do you do? Why does it matter? Number two, you have a supporting sentence underneath that again is giving clarity about what you do. And so I'll show one quick example of this. I'm, I'm gonna use our website uh, just as, as an example. But when somebody gets here, part of what we're communicating is confidence. And so we want people to know that they're gonna have control of their marketing because so many people don't have control. They don't feel that sense of control. And so here it just says, we create and execute lead generating marketing plans for small and mid-sized companies. And it talks about our service buckets, strategy, websites, traffic, and content. So very quickly, we're answering those questions. So you want a good headline. You want uh, the supporting statement. And then you want a clear call to action. What is the next step that you want somebody to take? Put that call to action here. Put it at the top. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that specifically uh, in a few minutes. So... Where do you see the grunt test go wrong? Like, what are some common mistakes that you see? You know, a lot of the of what I see where where that can go off the tracks is sometimes people want to be very clever or uh, very witty, and and in an attempt to be memorable, they actually create confusion. And marketers marketers are are guilty of this um, on an ongoing basis because as marketers, we want to be creative. So be clear, err on the side of being clear rather than trying to come up with something witty. Just make sure people know what you do, why it matters and what to do, what to do next. You know, one place that I've seen some websites go wrong with the grunt test is just picking the wrong picture or they have like the whole top of it is a picture and there are no words or it's one of those 
revolving picture things that were mm -hmm. really popular a few years ago. So that's a great segue into our next point. Let's talk about imagery and, and how to pick the right images for our website. Absolutely. Now, the thing to give some context here, if if we think about how we consume information online on a daily basis, so much of it is image driven. And whether that's on social media, whether we're on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, whichever channel we're on, or even just on, on you know, product websites or informational websites, we are we're absorbing images. And, and the reason that images, so one, we're just accustomed to it now. I mean, we've got Pinterest. So we're used to seeing imagery on all these different platforms. The other thing about imagery though, is it tells a story. It can communicate emotion. It can communicate a variety of different messages in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. And so the images that we use on the website are, are crucial because we want that, you know, a minute ago we were talking about the headline and that key message. Well, the imagery needs to reinforce that um, because otherwise it, it's going to create uh, mixed messages. It's going to create confusion. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes people got the wrong image on their website because they just weren't sure how to find the right kinds of images. Yeah. Uh, we've got a whole, I think we have a whole blog post on our website about this, don't we? How to find great images. We do, we do. And I'll show you one of the, the tools that we use. And and when, when you're thinking about the images that you're looking for, so it's a great point. Because um, one of the questions that people have is where do I get pictures? Where do I get these images? Well, I'll show you that in just a second. The thing that, that I wanna make sure to mention is the pictures that you use need to help your customers and your prospects understand how you make their life better, how you help them succeed. What does life look like once they've used your product or your service? And so you want pictures and, and not all the time, but I would say the majority of time, you want to use images that have people in them in some form or fashion that show success. And so I'll show this, give you an example. This right here, I like this picture because this shows somebody in context. So if somebody's, you know, if, if they're a coffee shop and they're selling coffee, well, they're not just selling coffee, they're selling an experience. Mm -hmm. And this picture has a smiling person. So as a potential customer, I can identify and that's easier for me to connect and relate. And, and now I'm associating that cup of coffee with this happy experience. Mm -hmm. Now, this particular website is called unsplash unsplash.com so there's there's really three ways that you can get pictures um, one is to use stock photos so you have some free sites like unsplash.com there's another one it's pexels.com p-e-x-e-l-s.com um, again you go to our website go to the blogs and you'll find the blog post there um, but you can you can find images that way there are a ton of paid stock photo sites uh, we use one called deposit photos on a pretty regular basis, but there's iStock photo, there's Shutterstock. There's, if you want the really high end images, you can go to Getty. Um, so stock photos are, are good and it's a practical option for a lot of people. Now, another option is take the pictures yourself. Now I typically advise against that because unless, unless you are a knowledgeable photographer that knows how to frame and, and stage things, 
the pictures are probably not going to come out all that great. And then the third option, which really can be the best option a lot of times is hire a photographer, get somebody who can come in and if possible, capture imagery of, of your actual customers and maybe they're interacting with you. So mm -hmm. you can get free stock photos, paid stock photos, take them yourself or have a photographer take those for you. Before we move on to the next, I know we talk a lot about some of our favorite brands who do this really well. And I'm thinking about Yeti. Mm, yeah. You, you love Yeti's, like how they sell what is essentially just a cup or a cooler to put ice in, you know, like, but look how they use that imagery to really bring you into the story. And so they're, they are, they're painting this picture that they mm -hmm. want you to see yourself right in the middle of. So what is just, I mean, it's a cup, it's a cooler, but look at what they've done with it. Like it's, it's a really great example of how the right images can really tell a story. Absolutely. And, and I just, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I just, I just pulled their site up. They're, they're doing this promotion now for mom's day. Um, and they're calling it, you know, extra mile moms. And absolutely. You can see the picture here of a mom with her son on her shoulders and, you know, he's holding on to a Yeti product. Uh -huh. And, and so you do, you get to see, they show these great images of their customers interacting with their products, but there's, again, they're creating this sense of experience. They're, they're helping communicate. This is what success looks like. This is how our product and service can make your life better. Yeah. Like they're having the best day of their life and the cooler is helping that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> these guys do a fantastic job with that. Yeah, they really do. They really do. Well, you know, that's part of guiding our customers, right? That's absolutely like using the, the clarity with our, our words and our messaging and using these awesome in, images guide our customers yeah. along a path that we want them to follow that ultimately leads to doing business with us. But absolutely. When we talk about guiding our customers. What exactly do we mean by that? Well, in every great story, there's well, there's a structure to story. So let me let me step back for just a second. If 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 some of our viewers or listeners have not heard us talk about story, that's a big part of what we do and how we help our clients communicate with clear messaging. There's a structure to story, and when you use that structure in the context of your business, you can communicate more clearly, more effectively, and you're going to win more business. Mm -hmm. And one of the characters in, in, in stories is the guide. Now, the other character that comes into play significantly for us is the hero. And so you think about those two characters, the hero and the guide. Well, your customer's the hero. The story is about them. It's not about you. It's not about your brand. It's not about your business. It's not about your nonprofit. It's about your audience. It's about your customers. It's about the folks that you serve. And so the role of the guide, and the reason we talk about this so much is that when a brand takes on the role of the guide, in that role, what we are doing is we are helping our customers succeed. And what we're doing is we're building everything around them and how we can help them achieve their goals, overcome their problem. And, and again, it's in context of what we do. And so everything needs to be about your customer. And so one of the things that's really important is making sure that the language that you use on your website is focused on how they benefit from what you do. Um, if, if you go back to, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back to business school 20 plus years ago, and we learned about 
the basics of selling, features, advantages, and benefits. And a lot of times what happens is people focus on features. Hey, this is what our product has. Well, you know, Yeti, yes, they have a fantastic product, but they're they're creating this story. They're inviting their customers into this story. And here's how it makes your life better. And so everything they do is focused on customer. And so that's just, that's an important thing to remember when we think about our content. Are we communicating, hey, my, great, we create beautiful websites. Well, that's great, but the benefit is we create beautiful websites that generate more business for you. Mm-hmm. So that is, it, it takes the focus off of us and it puts it on the customer. Gotcha. So what are some practical or specific ways that we can position our customer as the hero in the messaging of our website? Well, one of the things that you can do is have have a list of benefits. Show them what success looks like. Help them envision how their life is better by working with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that right there is just a a simple thing. And another thing, this, this will tie into the imagery as well, is a mistake that I see people make is that the images on the website are all of them. Maybe it's their trucks, it's their building. Um, It's, it's things that really don't help the customer understand how that business is a guide. What that business is doing is they're telling their own story. They're making themselves the hero. And when they do that, that's going to turn people out or turn people off rather, and they're going to lose opportunities. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes this can be tricky to nail down the difference between communicating um, benefits language versus features language. Exactly. And and so I'm going to. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think we definitely have some resources we can drop in show notes for people to look at, but I know you've got something here. You want. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of different blog posts that, that tie into this, that we've got a downloadable guide, a free guide that has uh, some really good information about that as well. I'll show that in a minute. But this right here is, and it's, it's probably a little too small to read right now, but it, it says, when you work with our team, here's what you get you know, a rock solid marketing strategy, clarity, freedom from the marketing maze. You know, it, it's, it helps communicate. Here's what you can expect to get. And again, this is putting the focus on the customer. So in your imagery, in your words, don't talk about how many awards you've won unless it's going to help build credibility with your customers and help them understand how you serve them better. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Well, we definitely will add links to all of this in our show yes. So that you can access that later. And also, you know, Steve, you've been offering folks a free 30 minute consultation conversation. I think this would be a great thing for someone who might be watching or listening to, to just sit down for 30 minutes with you and say, hey, am I positioning my customer as a hero on my website? Can you just take a look and give yeah. me your feedback? This would be a great opportunity to take advantage of that. Absolutely. Well, and I'll even mention this too, is, you know, one of the things we're offering is a free website review. So you can go to our website, you can get in touch with me and I'll put this back up on the screen so we can, uh, but absolutely. We want to make sure that people have the the option to get a second view on what's going on. Okay, great. Well, as we're, we're pulling them in, we're pulling our, our people who land on the website in with clear messaging, compelling images, we're leading them into a story where they realize that they are the hero and they're going to win the day and we're going to guide them to success. But Absolutely. now, now they just need us to prove it. 
like how do we prove it how do we get build that confidence and that authority get their trust absolutely well and, and you know so if you think about up until this point we've we're putting things we're phrasing things we're using images that help put our customers at the center of the story it's about them it's not about us now there's a time and a place to talk about what we do and how we help our customers win and one of the best ways to do that is through testimonials. And because when somebody comes to a website, it's one thing for your for you as the business owner or the business leader or the nonprofit leader to communicate through your site, here's what we can do. Here's how we can help you win. Here's what success looks like. Here's the outcome that you want that we can help you achieve. But but we all we 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 just naturally have that question or you know sort of like well how do I know I want you to prove it. Mm -hmm. And and really the best way to prove it is your existing customers. Mm -hmm. It's it's getting them to share their successes in their words. Now, ideally, this is on video. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what will keep people from, from doing that is they're like, well, I, I don't have a budget. Well, you know what? It could be that you could get that on a smartphone and that's good enough. Um, you want them to be short, have a few sentences, talk about the pain that you help them overcome, the problem or the obstacle that they faced working with you, help them overcome that. And here's how they experience success. Um, those testimonials and, and, and you want to give them guidance. Uh, so if you have customers that you're going to go ask, give them some cues, uh, you, because a lot of times if you just kind of let them go without guidance, uh, they'll come back with something that might be really good or it might be really rambling. And, and so you want it concise. If you can't get video, at least get a picture of that person, have their name, because again, that, that picture gives additional validity. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can't get a picture, then make sure you have, you know, have a good concise quote, put it on your homepage, have their name. If, if you're B2B and their job title, if you can use that company they work for, again, that's going to help you build trust and credibility. So put you know three to four testimonials on your homepage. You put them throughout your website. Put them on your sales literature. Put them in a pitch deck. Um, those that's going to help build trust and credibility. And if if you use proposals, put a testimonial on the pricing page mm -hmm. uh, because that's the moment where somebody's like, oh, okay, this is an investment. And, and having that little bit of reinsurance can, again, help elevate the level of trust. It's not coming from you. It's coming from somebody else. Yeah, that's great. So what if someone's never done this before and they might just need a little encouragement to make that kind of an ask? You know, it's it, it doesn't have to be, especially if, if you know your customer. So if you go back to our conversation last week, last Friday, talk about one of the things we talked about was having conversations with your customers. I'm going to make the assumption that you have some customers who love you. They love what you do for them. They know that you make life better. Honestly, a lot of times it, it's really people would consider it a compliment uh, and, a, and an honor when you go back to them and say, hey, you know what? Thank you for being a great customer. Would you be willing to just write out a few sentences telling people how we've made your life better, how our product or service makes your life better? And again, you could give them a couple of questions and guide them in that. 
and, and of course the, the ask, if you know them, depending on how well you know them, you know, some people are averse to video. So there may be some people you just naturally know not to ask, but if you're not sure, ask, say, Hey, would you be willing to do this on video? If we could get this set up. Um, and of course, you know, because right now so many of us are, are working from home, you know, ask them, say, Hey, could you do a, you know, 30 second video on your smartphone and send it to us? Um, because again, that, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's a really good idea. Um, one other thing that I think helps to prove what we're able to do to guide our mm -hmm. customers through this process is, um, putting case studies on our website. Yeah. So that's a really great tool that we can use, especially when it comes to content marketing. Do you want to talk just a real quick minute about case studies? So case studies are, think about that as an expanded testimonial. And the structure of that a lot of times is you introduce who the client is, the customer is, what's the problem, um, what, were they, what were they experiencing because of the problem, what was the solution that you introduced, and then what was the result. And that can go a long way. And, and one other thing before we, we go to the next point, uh, another way to do social proof is if you have certifications or uh, if if you have articles where you've been published or other things like sort of that what's called social proof, you know, put those on your website. Um, use client logos. That's another way uh, that you can build credibility. And when people get to your website, and they see some logos, they see some of these icons that show that you've gone through training or you have certain certifications. All of those things play into building trust. Mm -hmm. Great. So moving on to these last two points, I think these are the two that get forgotten the most or people have the hardest time implementing it. Mm -hmm. They they spend a lot of time making a wonderful website and, and maybe the messaging and the imagery spot on. And they've, they've really just been like, da -da, here's, here's who we are. Here's how we make your life better. And then it's like, and <laughs> what's yeah. next? right? Like there, the, that next step is left off. Like what happens now? Like we see how great you are, but like we still have to kind of handhold the person through the, the process to the very end. So we sure. need to say what's next. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes it's the simple things that we underestimate because we think, well, that's obvious. And, and so this step is what we call explain and that's lay out the next steps. What are the three steps that somebody needs to take to do business with you? Uh, we call that a process plan. And the reason why this is important is because you, you think about the journey that your prospect, your potential customer is going through. They have questions. If, if they've never done business with you, then there's a sense of risk. And everything that we want to do is communicate clearly so we can lower that sense of risk. We want to lay out the path before them so they go, oh, okay, that's, that's what I need to do. Even if it's obvious, even if you think about it, you go, oh, I think that's, it's pretty clear, Steve, you know, I know they should know what to do and they very well may know what to do. But when we spell it out, what we're doing is we're demonstrating that we are a guide who's laying out a plan to help them succeed. And so here I'll show you just a quick example. What you want to do is just show them what are the three steps that it takes to do business with you? And so for us, we have number one, schedule your discovery call. Step number two, get your marketing and messaging strategy. And then number three, launch your pain-free marketing strategy. So you show the steps. 
you're not trying in, in, in this scenario, you want to give enough information that there's clarity about what comes next. Don't yeah. worry about trying to spell out every single detail. Maybe you have a complicated process that has 12 or 15 steps. Don't put all 12 or 15 steps down because it overloads our brains. You want three, no more than four steps. Otherwise the brain starts tuning it out. Yeah, I think, and this just goes back to clarity. You know, that's what, you know, inspired this whole series that we're doing is just that, that need for clarity. This is the missing link, I think. And, and, you know, it's, we do a lot of work with the B2B companies, so business to business and, and companies that have services. And so in this case, the website, you're not trying to close the whole deal on the website. You want to give enough information that somebody takes the next step forward in the process. Now, e-commerce, you still want to have that plan even when you're trying to get someone to buy the product there on the website. And again, giving that clarity can help move more people forward to do what you want them to do. Which is the call to action, right? Like that's the last step of this six part process is having yeah. that ask, having the right kind of ask in place. Absolutely. Let's talk and about that. so here, this is, this is one of the, I'll say one of the easiest things that you can do on your website. Uh, and, and honestly, I would say the vast majority of websites get this wrong. And that is have a clear call to action. Uh, if you go back to the original grunt test that we talked about earlier, what do you do? Why does it matter to me? What do I do next? Well, that question, what do I do next? is all about what's the next thing that that person needs to do to become a customer. Mm -hmm. If if it's a, an e-commerce website, then it might be buy now. Mm -hmm. For B2B and service-based companies, it could be schedule a discovery call, book an appointment, um, schedule a demo. It could be any number of things, but that's really the, the what's the next big step that you want them to take in the process. And in the, the plan, that one, two, three step plan that we just looked at, a lot of times the very first step in that plan is what you want people to do. Why do you think we see this omitted from so many websites? Well, I think sometimes people don't think about it. I think they think it's obvious. Uh, but I think that goes back to point you know, number five. A lot of times people don't lay out the plan because they think it's obvious. We just kind of leave those things to assumption. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing that I see is sometimes there, there's an attempt at putting a clear call to action on the website. Uh, and, and the thing is, we go back to story, we, the hero, the customer needs to be invited into the story. So as the guide, part of our job is make that obvious, give that invitation, ask them and ask them multiple times. So one mistake, people just don't include it on their website. They just, they, they, they have a contact us link in their navigation and that's it. Well, people ignore that because that's on every website that's, you know, ever been built. Mm -hmm. So it just, it doesn't really mean anything. People will still do it, but it's not compelling. So you're missing opportunities. Number two, people who do use calls to action. A lot of times they're just vague, um, get started, um, get in touch. I don't know. Those just feel vague. And it, someone who goes to click on that button gets started. Okay, what am I starting? Is this is this moving towards an appointment? If I click this, 
am, am I starting a proposal? I, I just I don't know. And if there's clear, if there's not clarity, if there's confusion, then people won't click it. So you want them to be very specific, very concise. You want that person to know before they click on it what's going to happen when they do. The other thing that I see. I'm sorry, you're, you know, I'm just rolling, ain't Laurie? So if you've got something else you want to jump in with, go go ahead. Well, I, I was remembering um, from StoryBrand that, you know, we've talked about StoryBrand. Donald Miller has this whole process for a brand script. And it's right about this time when he's talking about, like, the difference between a marriage proposal and a first date. Is that, am I getting that right? Yep. Okay. So Absolutely. that's the trans, like, Talk about that and just that analogy and how like this is the opportunity for a transitional offer. Absolutely. So, so great point. So let me, let me, I'm going to come back to that in just a second. Um, when, when it comes to these direct calls to action, which is that next big step, that's more of a commitment than, um, than what some people are ready for. So at that point, what you want to do is, so again, with that call to action, be super clear. May it, it, put it throughout your site multiple times on your homepage, put it five to six times throughout the page. You want that repetition. You want that clarity. The other mistake that I see people make is they'll do four different calls to action on that page. And so contact us, schedule a call, book an appointment. Maybe they're all the same thing, but when, when, when that's unclear, people won't click it. Cause it, well, do I need to schedule an appointment? Do I need to book a call? Do I, I, I don't know. So, People are going to leave. So you want the same call to action. You want it to be clear. Now, the point you just brought up is having another option for people that aren't ready to fill out that contact or they're not ready to schedule an appointment. Um, have what we call a transitional offer. And a perfect example of that, I've got ours printed off here, um, is, is a, a downloadable PDF. Uh, and, and for those that are, that are listening um, I, I just held up uh, the printout of a PDF that we have on our website. And it's just six ways to win more customers with your website. And really, that is the basis of what we're talking about today. And so what that does is that invites somebody to connect with you. They give you a name and an email address and they receive information from you that's helpful, useful, informative and you now have an invitation to continue communicating with them through email. And actually, we're going to talk about that a lot on next Friday's show. Yeah. So that's, yeah, really good point about bringing up the, the transitional offer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of next Friday's show, why don't you just tee that up a little bit? What are, what are we going to get into next Friday? Absolutely. Um, so actually, let me, let me before we do that, let me take a look. We've got a couple of comments from, from Sally. Um, so let's see. Yep. Okay. So she just makes a good point here that, um, a lot of times people don't look at their own website from the viewpoint of their customer. Right. Uh, and, and so, you know, her, her comment was, why don't you put a phone number there? Cause sometimes that's what somebody's looking for. If, if you know that your customers are trying to get in touch with you, they're trying to give you a call, um, whatever your business make it, put it there, you know, put it front and center. Don't make people dig for it. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, she also reminded me of something else. She said, you know, one of the things I think we may have talked about this last week, have somebody go look at your website. So if, if you're, if you're thinking, well, Steve, that's great, but what do I do with all this? How do I vet where I am? Have somebody who doesn't 
know what you do. Maybe it's a friend, family member, um, and ask them to go to your website and give them a couple of questions. Hey, can you tell me what do we do? Why, why do you, I give them those three questions. Hey, can you tell what we do? Can you tell why was it, why would this matter? Why is what we do important to our customers? And then what do you think you're supposed to do next? And, and give them 15 seconds to figure that out uh, and see what they come back with. And if they come back and they're like, uh, I, I don't know, or if they're way off, then that tells you you've got some work that you can do on your website. Now, the good thing is though, you've got some clarity here from, from these six things that you can do now. So Sally, thanks. Those were, those were some really, really good points. Now, next week, what we're going to be talking about. So again, three part series last week was clarifying your message, understand what your customers need and then how to communicate how, what you do helps solve that problem. This week, hey, here are the six things. These are six fixes that you can make on your website to help win more customers. And what we're going to talk about next week is this idea of what we call the transitional offer. We, we also talk about this being your online sales funnel, is having a way to connect with people that aren't ready to take that next big step. And again, let me, I'll show you here. One of the ones that we have is this PDF. And this is a guide that we created this last year. And this goes through the six things that we just talked about. And people can get this through our website. Uh, there's a little box at the bottom of the homepage and on most of our other pages where you click on it, you, it'll take you to a landing page. And that's where you can download this. You can drop in your your name and your your yeah your first name and your email address, and then you'll get a series of emails. So we're going to talk about what are the components of this? How do you set this up? What are the types of emails that you can use to build that relationship, to establish trust and credibility, and ultimately bring them back to that direct call to action, the next big step that you want them to take? That's great. Yes, that's going to be a great discussion and a perfect next step from the conversation that we had today. Absolutely. And I just put the link on the screen because it's blocking half my beard. Um, <laughs> it, it's a long link, but wayfindmarketing.com slash six dash ways dash two dash more dash leads. Um, you can go there, drop in your information and download it. You can go to our homepage, wayfindmarketing.com. You can scroll to the bottom. So this is just give you an idea of, of what we're talking about with this kind of uh, an offer. Great. So why don't you throw that first slide that we had up and yeah, tap real quick the, the six points that we walked through that are also in that PDF. Okay. So six things. And, and a lot of people can do this on their own. Uh, if, if you've got access to your website to go in and make changes, um, this is something that, that you can do. So number one, clarify what you do. Answer those three questions. What do you do? Why does it matter? What do I do next? Pass the grunt test. Number two, look at the images that you're using. Um, are they telling a clear story? Does it all line up with your, your verbiage? Uh, is it helping people see how you help them win and succeed? You can get images from free sites like pexels.com or Unsplash, where you can go to paid stock photo sites, uh, grab them there, or try to get a photographer. Uh, the third component there is make sure that all the verbiage, all the imagery is positioning you as the guide 
but putting the focus on your customer. They are the hero of the story. Number four, prove that you can help use testimonials. Number five, explain what's next. Use that one, two, three step plan. Number six, ask people to do business with you. Go ahead and put those direct call to actions throughout your site and include a transitional call to action, which we'll talk about more next week for folks that aren't quite ready to take that next big step. Great. That's awesome. I think that we have really covered this. I, you know, we, we've exhausted this one for today. I think there's not much more we can say. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there is, but we just don't have the time to. Uh, I could talk about this for a really long time. Um, I mean, and it's, it's a lot to take in at once. And, you know, maybe some of our listeners are like, oh yeah, like number two is the one I need to really hone in on. Mm -hmm. Number five. And some might be like, oh, wow, all six, I need some help. So well, <laughs> and, and, some help, they need to give us a call. <laughs> well, and, and I want to make a point that just based on what you just said, mm -hmm. if you can implement all six of these, you're going to increase the results. You're going to get better results. You just will. If you can only implement one or two of these, that's still going to help. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Maybe it's just one. Maybe it's that clear call to action that you're going to put on your website. Fantastic. Um, and I, I do want to mention up here, um, again, if if you would like, if, if our viewers, our listeners would like feedback on your website, I'm more than happy. My, our team is more than happy to take a look and give you some feedback. Uh, we're offering free website reviews right now. And, and what we're doing with this Angelari is we're doing a, we'll go to your website, we'll record it, um, and we'll go through and give commentary on your site. We'll, we'll use those six factors as, as our framework mm -hmm. to tell you, hey, this is what you're doing well. Hey, here's some opportunities. And so we'll send that to you uh, to give you some, some direction uh, so you can either, if you go to our website, wayfindmarketing.com, we do have a pop-up there uh, that's got my ugly mug on it. And you can just drop in your information there. You can fill out the contact form. You can get in touch with me directly. Uh, you can text me or call me 901-300-6898. Um, again, for our listeners, 901-300-6898. Or you can drop me an email, steve at wayfindmarketing.com. Uh, we want this to be anybody who's watching or listening. You don't have an excuse for not at least getting clarity on what you can do with your website to get better results, because there are things that you can do. I've never been to a website where there wasn't something that couldn't be done. Um, and so we're offering this for free. You can go to our website, get the free guide. So there's resources available. There are blog posts on our website. So there's lots of information out there. Uh, and, and so, especially with where we are, it, sometimes this is a matter of survival. We want you to have the tools and the resources you need uh, to be able to, to stay in business and to be ready to grow when this thing starts to bounce back. And that's what I love the most about this topic today, um, Wayfind Marketing Live, simplifying your marketing. This does that. You know, this is a proactive and relatively straightforward way that anybody who is just looking to do a little extra to boost their marketing this is it like this right here is it and, and i don't think anybody is going to go wrong or not see some benefit from spending the time invest invest that time here right now i think they will see some fruit born from it in the days weeks to come 
Absolutely. You're never going to lose with clarity. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, I love our Friday talks on marketing, but next week on Tuesday, we have a special guest joining us to talk about business. Why don't you give us a little taste of what's coming up on Tuesday? Well, it's going to be a surprise guest. Uh, so not quite ready to reveal who that's going to be, but uh, join us on Tuesday. So Tuesdays, we're talking about more general business topics. Uh, so join us Tuesday at noon, wayfindmarketing.com slash live. You can join us on YouTube or Facebook. And on Tuesdays, what we're doing is we're, we've, we've had a couple of business coaches. We've um, uh, Our friend Don Farrell uh, over at Fresh Revenues talked about customer service and sales. So, And we've got some great things lined up over the next couple of weeks. But, but be sure to come back, put it on your calendar, share this with a friend, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook. Um, if, if you're not getting the Wayfind emails, go to our website, you, very bottom in the footer, just drop your email address in so we can stay in touch with you. And thanks for joining us, guys. It's, it's We really appreciate your time. I know we covered a lot today. Um, and you know, if anybody has any questions, again, just feel free to get in touch with us. So are you and Elizabeth going to go to the, the good news prom tonight? <laughs> um, I don't know if we'll have a chance to watch that or not. I think we'll be enjoying our hot dogs and um, enjoying our uh, Friday night movie night. I don't know. I was looking to see some uh, bearded tux action going on, you know, get the old dust off the old suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh no, that won't be happening tonight. <laughs> well, Hey, we can work towards that for the future. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. And um, just a quick shout out, this quick shout out from, from Sally Whitehorn. Thanks for, for being here. And uh, so I hope you have a great weekend too. All right. Thanks, everybody. Keep an eye out for this. We'll have this up as a podcast uh, by early next week. You can just look for wayfindmarketing.com slash live. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody back here on Tuesday and then again next Friday. Thanks for tuning in. We invite you to join us for a live recording on Tuesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or on our website at wayfindmarketing.com slash live.